Chasing the pump of around takes me where I want to go. Where will it send me? That's my daughters. You take that off. I have had it with these monkey fighting snakes on this Monday to Friday play. Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall. And the show has started. Hi, hey, Jerry. Patrick. J-Red. Hey, man. So, how are you doing? Great. What do you got for me? Um, Chubstep. Episode of Chubstep. Yes. <laughs> what episode number week. is this? 44. That's my number. Pat Callahan 44. Pat Callahan 44. Speaking of Pat Callahan 44, he actually changed his name. Do you know this on uh, Instagram? You follow no. him on Instagram, don't you? I don't follow him because he's not me. Okay. <laughs> well, that's up for debate a little bit. But uh, I got a few texts. Okay. His name now is Bad Peace 33 See, it, the number doesn't go anymore. That's true. Yeah. But uh, Pat, yeah, Pat Callahan's, yeah, basically his tw- Instagram is now badpiece33 if you want to check him out. Good to know. Yeah, good for you. Good to know. So what have you been up to the past week, Pat? Dude, nothing new. Nothing new. No. Nothing Nothing old, though, right? Nothing old either. Oh. Oh, it's fascinating, isn't it? That's really fascinating. Well, luckily, I have some better stuff than that. Uh, I went to Milwaukee. Sweet. Milwaukee. I went there, you know, saw some guys that we know together collectively. Dave Cook. It was his birthday. It was his birthday. So I seen uh, that. Did not. I seen it too late. So happy belated. Yeah. So anyway. I went up there, and there's a deal at the Milwaukee Brewing Company that if you pay $10, you can drink for as much as you want for two hours. That's that. That's a lot of damage in two hours. Yeah. I mean, I don't take full effect of that beers. whole transaction, but uh, that would be a dangerous combination to start at 2.30, which is what we you know. It started at 2.30 that day. 2.30 On Saturday. Yep. And then uh, we went to Stenny's, which is close by. You ever been to Stenny's Bar? No. Never even heard of it. Yeah, it's not that great. So anyway, we got in there, and there was uh, these wings sitting on the table, some barbecue chicken wings. And the chicken wings were uh, somewhat eaten. There was like two of them that were in you know, a bowl to the side. There was a lot of like napkins and stuff on the table. But then we just started sitting there because there was nobody there. After about 10, 15 minutes, uh, we decided that we were just going to eat these wings. <laughs> so... <laughs> So were they good? They actually were pretty good, and they were still warm. We decided if they were warm, we were going to eat them. They were still warm. We ate them. I don't know. What if someone coughed on them, Jared? That's why well, they didn't want to eat them. I'm not worried about somebody who who just goes and coughs on food. And then well, I'm leaves. saying, what if like someone at the table coughed on them, and then that person didn't want to eat them and left no, them there? Well, well, I'm all right. I'm doing all right. That was just like a couple of days ago, so I'm doing all right right now. Maybe you got blessed. Maybe I did get blessed. Maybe. Yeah, maybe that's what. I'll, yeah, maybe they blessed the chicken wings before they left, and then I got I ate the blessed chicken wings. Yes, that's an option. Um, 
Then uh, we went to the uh, the annex, which is the Marquette student. I used to work area. there. Yeah, that's where I tossed salads. Yeah, I was day. at the AMU, Pat. This is the annex. Totally different thing. Totally different thing. Uh, I feel you should dumb. know where you worked. Anyway, we we're gonna do some bowling. The bowling was closed. Ended up being closed. Went to Solomon's, got a good burger. What'd you get? Uh, it's the Solomon. Why yeah. wouldn't you? Then went to Pato, Bingo Casino. Did you uh, play bingo? I did not, but Dave, both the Daves played War, Casino War, which you can Casino do that? War to me. Yes, it is an option. Casino War is literally, you know, you're playing War. You put minimum five dollars a hand down. And I don't know how they do it, but that seems like the most rigged game in the world to me. I know it's the same, you know, they're using the cards just like they're using anything else. But like literally, I'm not joking. There was two times between the two Daves, they won one hand together. How many times did they play? Uh, probably each eight to nine hands. Wow. And one hand won. So between. it seems rigged. It seemed ridiculous. I've seen people. I've seen people like uh, go there and make money off Casino War. But anyway, they both got to the point where they got wars, you know, so they tied, they tied on the first hand and then you get the three, the three cards to the side and then you get like puts one down. The dealer on both times got Kings and the one time it happened to one Dave, the one Dave got a two, the other Dave got a three and the dealer got a King both times. It's complete opposites. Yeah. I know it's, I know it's, you know, the same as all the other casino games, which just seem ridiculous. Then I played some blackjack, 125 bucks, big winner, big winner, $10 table. Uh, yeah, it was ten dollar table. That's um, the, those are the best kind of tables. Well, five dollars even better. I've never seen a five dollar. Oh, you, if you can't go on the weekends, it's during the weekdays. Okay. Or early Sundays, or I don't know. Anyway, after church, go play yeah. some blackjack. <laughs> yeah, after church, play, play some blackjack. Anyway, um, I don't like to spend a lot there, but it's fun to just go there and spend like you know thirty, forty bucks or something, and then you know if you lose it, no big deal, and if yeah. you win some, then it's you know don't get carried away with yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly. Um, so then, anyway. We go to uh, some other places, and then it ends at Real Chili. This is Real Chili, for those who don't know, is a Milwaukee. It's a Milwaukee classic, but that doesn't necessarily mean it's good. I was going to say, it's, I, I don't want to be rude, not a fan. It, it, is, it is by far the most subpar chili I've ever had. It, it, it is. I'm not used to putting it on spaghetti noodles. Well, that part doesn't bother me, because even they'll do that at Steak and Shake sometimes. Your classic Steak and Shake that you I don't get chili felt. at Steak and Shake. Well, I've gotten chili at Steak and Shake, Pat. So, no. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. You get a milkshake at Steak and well, Shake. You can get it's Steak and Shake, not Chili and Shake. <laughs> well, you can get chili. You can get Chili and Shake, though, as an option. So they call it Chili and Steak. Yeah. Well, they don't actually have steak. <laughs> <Shake>. <laughs> they, they don't actually don't have steak. They have the steak burgers, they claim. They yeah, claim. They claim. So, anyway. Real chili, for those who don't know. It's about uh, seven dollars, about six fifty, just for a little bowl of noodles that they cover with. You can get beans if you want, just some red kidney beans, and then a meat that is cooked in some seasonings, so right. just like a ground beef, and that's it. It's literally like beef. Yeah, beef, just ground beef, you know, with some seasonings, they call some it chili. oily stuff, um, and they pour that, you know, over the noodles. But real, a small bowl. It is not a big bowl. No. Then if you want things like toppings, like cheese, that's seventy-five cents. Sour cream, fifty cents. Jalapenos, fifty cents, and I don't know, onions, seventy-five cents, something like that. Onions. So you know, for these basic things, you're gonna pay like you know a decent amount, like a ridiculous com- compared to what you should be paying for this. Oh, anyway, no. uh, the way real chili set up is it's like there's not tables there; it's just like a big U. It's like a big counter. Right. And so everybody sits around this big servers counter. in the middle. Servers in the middle. So there was, this was late. This was after the bars closed and it seemed like the bar, it was like probably like two thirty in the morning. 
And I don't know what the people, it, it seemed to me like the people working there, they were like, hey, do you fit in this size t-shirt? They're trying to get you to buy some merch. No, 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 no. It's like, this was the app. This was the hiring process. Hey, do you fit in a, in a real chilly, uh, large t-shirt? Okay. Try us on. Okay. You're going to work tonight. You're free. You're free tonight. That's it. It seemed like there was no training. Really? It seemed like the people there were all on drugs. The three, the three workers were all on drugs, including the 60 year old man, <laughs> uh, that, that was working there. Two kids like our age, six year old man. They literally, the one girl was just standing there, just like turning her head, like side to side. Like just with like her mouth open, like I seriously, I these people aren't drugs. Maybe it was exhaustion, man. I don't think I don't know. Could have been Paranoia. the guy there. The guy there looked like if Jim Gaffigan was playing a sixty-year-old man. That they're like, hey, play someone that doesn't know how to uh, be a waiter, or you know, doesn't like it's their first day on the job and they're overwhelmed. <laughs> that play play that role. Like he, it seemed like Jim Gaffigan playing a character of somebody like that. Anyway. We, we go, we, it's up being crazy because we end up sitting next to somebody that Jordan, who was one of our friends that was worth there, Jordan sat next to on an airplane like a month earlier. That's kind of weird. And so he randomly sat next to us. Anyway, we pay, we put our bills down, you know, like they give us a bill. I, we all put our credit cards down. We were sitting there. I'm not exaggerating. I'm not exaggerating. Minimum 20 minutes. They did not pick up our cards. Serious. Finally. We're gonna, Why didn't you say something? We did say something. They were just—he's like one. T- you know, I say like, something after five minutes. Okay, well, we should have said more, maybe. And it's a counter, so there's only—it's not like they had to go to the tables. They constantly walk around the counter and see the bill with the credit card sitting there. Anyway, they don't grab. They take forever to grab it. Finally, they grab it after 20 minutes, minimum, and they swipe one of our friends' cards through. It goes through. Then he says the machine breaks, and he says, uh, "Do you have any cash?" No. And we're like. Uh, well, I was like, I did have some cash, but I didn't even think about that. I should have just said no. But so I gave him five dollars out of like it was supposed to be like eight dollars or something. Um, and then Jordan deal. and then two of the other friends didn't have any cash, so uh, we're just like okay, and then we left. So that was it's price to pay yeah, for bad service. Yeah, man. it was really bad service. Um, but uh, when's the last time you had good service? Uh. Uh, well, okay. I was trying to think because I had lunch with Frat Sullivan not too long ago, and we had really bad service there too. Where the same thing, where the waiter took for, like we got our food decently fast, but then it took forever once we had our food to get the bill. It, took, it was probably waiting 20, 30 minutes. But I don't know, probably whatever place I was at before that. I, I'm not usually don't. I usually don't have super bad service. I've just the last two know, times man. I've gone somewhere. I worked in food for years. I I see bad service. Yeah, most places I go. How was your service? I'd say the last good service I had it was at a sushi place. But what was how good were you at servicing other people, Pat? How good was I at serving other people? Servicing. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you, I, if you're stuck there working, you might as well do a good job. That's that was always what I thought. It's very true. It's like yeah, we've I mean we've mentioned this before, but it's like one of those things. Like I don't care how crappy your job is, it'll be so much crappier if you act like it is a crappy job. Like right. if you go about the mindset of I hate this job. This sucks. Just go through like it. it mindset is so much part mm-hmm. of it. Yeah, you know whatever, Pat. Ninety percent half mental. Ninety uh, percent half mental. That's yeah. you never heard that one. That's a I have not quote. I have not heard that one. Um, so that goes along with something that they were talking about. Uh, one of my podcasts, couple actually multiple podcasts, I listen to internalizing versus externalizing, and this kind of goes along with people at work and stuff like that. Not necessarily, not my work, but just, just, you know, places in general. 
And they found, and this actually, I'll bring it all the way back to school. And they found that when you told a kid they were smart, that didn't have much effect because something smart is something that you can't affect, right? Like you feel like somebody smart, they are either born smart or they're not smart, right? Okay. But if you told someone they were a hard worker, then that, that had more a, of a much positive, more positive an attitude effect. thing. Yeah, it's an attitude thing, and it's it's like a oh, I can actually do something about that, right? Um, but that also goes as far as like internalize, like so you're able to do something about that, but also just people that complain <laughs> there's sometimes you just you know i know people in my life that just all over here about them is just complaining about this person and this other person and this other person and at some point you have to flip it around and think about if you were in that situation what would the other person say right like if you have so many people that you just say oh he's so shitty and she's so shitty and this taxi driver was a douche and this and all this what are they like, saying about you yeah it's like what <laughs> maybe Maybe the problem is not everybody else. Right. Maybe you need to start internalizing, figuring out what is actually like, what is the real, what is actually, the, what is the root, you know, what is the common denominator in all these situations? Me. Me. You, Pat. It's you. Pat's, Pat's involved. Pat's in all these. Put yeah. it in my pants. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. Just some, just some thoughts. There's a lot more to it than that. There's a lot that goes internalized, but we'll, we'll elaborate on that later. Um, so Pat, uh, do you know about the rock clock? No. So it's an alarm clock that has recently come out. Can you uh, smell? Well, he actually doesn't have that, which I'm I'm actually surprised. But anyway, I don't want it. It's a rock clock. It's a picture of a bowl. Uh, when you get the app, it's an app. Sorry, I should clear that up. And okay, it's not even like a clock. It's an app on a phone. (laughs) Yes. No, no. It's, I mean, it's like a, it's like an alarm app. Okay. So what you can do is you set your alarm time, and there's no snooze. He's very clear about there being no snooze. <laughs> and then uh, there's different there's different alarm noises, and some of them are him singing. Some of them are just ridiculous. This is the one that I picked for this morning. So there's that one. This is always a classic one. So oh, wait, get, if you can't hit snooze, how do you get it to stop? Well, you it has a button to stop it, but it like a snooze, what a snooze does is it makes the alarm go another later. five minutes or something. Yeah. So he doesn't have that option. Then like most mornings he has a little message. Um and he'll do something. Uh, morning, morning, rock clock. So this is Here's today's. Uh you are getting this message Monday morning. Uh for some of you getting up super early before the sun, that moon is still out. Uh, some of you right now getting this message, the sun is up. Some of you right now, you have no idea where you're at because you probably drank last night, but that's okay. It's Monday morning. You got to start your week off strong. You got to set the tone, the tempo. You got to set the pace and kick it off for the rest of the week. Uh, as I deliver this message to you, it is 7.15 Sunday evening. Uh, I'm on zombie hours. I've been working uh, just these crazy hours all night long. But you best believe that uh, in the mornings when I send you these messages, they are exclusively on the rock clock. And, and hey, I'm going to be there for you, just like herpes. You don't worry. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> right. Good morning. Monday morning. Get after it. Chase that greatness. <laughs> so it's rock. Powerful. Powerful. Uh, so... <laughs> So you can set it to your whatever alarm time you want, or you can go on the rock time. Right now it's set at 2 p.m. because, like he said, he's on crazy hours. But normally it's like 5 a.m. It's just whatever time he gets up, it sets it to everybody's time that they get up. 
So that is obviously going to be my new alarm because I'm a big rock. Yeah, you know, I, I, I'm going to say something about the rock, though. Not yeah. enough sleep is a bad thing. That's true. But I think he actually goes to bed at a fairly early time, I'm assuming. He does. No, I, I totally agree. It's not healthy to get up at 5 a.m. and work out if you're going to bed at midnight. Right. I'm assuming that when he gets up at crazy early so what hours, he he's going to bed. what he wants is everyone to be on his schedule. <laughs> he's just saying, he, he's just trying to motivate people to get going. So I should be just like The Rock. Why not? Why? Why? Yeah. The guy is successful. At? At movies. Now that's wrestling an opinion. And wrestling. That's an opinion. Well, I'm saying he's had big, he's made a lot of money making movies. So to be successful, you got to make a lot of money. In this situation, it's an example of, it not, it's not all success, but it's an example. People like him. I like him. Right? He's jacked. More jacked than you, Pat. It's not hard to do. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's a little hard to do. It's a little hard to do. Um, what I mean, you know, he's a family man. He's got a kid now. Little uh, Rock. Little Rock. Uh, I don't know. I would say he, you know, a lot of people know him. I don't know. That's that's what I would fairly. I don't. I he goes under successful for me, but he's just saying you know he 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 gets it on a routine and he does kind of the same thing every day. He gets going every day, and he's just saying if you want to you know, I've seen guy I've seen guys they have articles all the time with people like The Rock eating eating like The Rock or like doing all these different things. He eats like a he ton goes, of fish. Yeah, ton of fish. Just a ton of food in general. He's insane. That's what uh, I'm about. Yeah. I'm all about the sauce. So, what are your any other thoughts on the rock clock, Pat? No, that was everybody it. should get it. So a little little message every day. I like. I'm a big fan. I you know I still have my 1080 snowboarding alarm that I as a way back up later on in the day. You know like if I just can't wake anyway. The rock rock clock is my alarm now. Nice. Okay. So we have a Twitter. Yes, I've seen. Yes, and we've got some tweets. Anybody can tweet us at Chubstep Podcast, and you can send us questions for the show there, or you can email us chubstep.podcast at gmail.com. But let's start with the uh, the Twitter, Pat. Okay. So. Uh, I'm going to read the first page. You can read the second page has two of them, but I'll start with the first page here. Actually, Ryan, you just read the first page. But don't do the one that is from us. Do the other ones. We have a pinned tweet? Yeah, I don't know. So just do the other ones. Obviously, the ones that are to us, not the ones we... At Steed Palomino. Yeah. Okay, would you rather be Brendan Fraser, but with no nipples, and you were never in The Mummy, or be Vaughn with $100 million? <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm going to go Vaughn with $100 million. I don't know Vaughn personally. Now, Vaughn being my brother. Um, no nipples is serious business. I think I'd rather be Brendan Fraser. The nipples thing is not the Most people the know Brendan Fraser because of the mummy. But Would you not say that was probably no. one of his most commercially successful Oh, it definitely was. I would say it's probably the most commercially successful movie. But I think he'd still have... No um, nipples. <laughs> no nipples. I'm going, I'm going B. Fraser on this one. Of course uh, you are. But... Your man crush Monday. Here about we are. About hundred mil. That's pretty nice. I don't know, but I, you know, be phrase. He still has a lot of other big movies. Well, as we said, talked about on the more show. More money, more problems. That's a good thing. That's that's. I'm not going with Vaughn. No. Okay. What's the next one from Steed? Would you rather eat a bowl of broken light bulbs or be Vaughn's friend for two months? <laughs> <laughs> He's coming at Vaughn. Yeah, coming at Vaughn. Um, bowl of broken light bulbs. Well, Jared, this is more of. An answer for you. I don't know Vaughn personally. I mean, based on these questions, I want to be friends with him for two months. I don't know. I want to eat a bowl of broken light bulbs, (laughs) (laughs) large black meat sticks. It's a pretty valid question, Pat. I don't. What are your What are your thoughts here? What's going? I don't know Vaughn. Well, what what can you tell based on these? His name is Vaughn, and he thinks he's gay. Yeah. Well, he doesn't know how to tell his 
parents. Yeah. So what? What based on these tweets? What would your <laughs> from the sound? tweets? I would say it seems like eating a bowl of broken light bulbs is probably the way to go. Just okay. based off the tweets. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, that's all you have to go off right now. Um, two months. I think I could handle two months of being Vaughn's friend. So I'll go with that. What's the next one, Pat? Would you rather be? I don't know who that is. Fine pine <laughs> and have no legs or hair. Okay, or... Would you rather be someone and have no legs or hair? Is that what it? Or penis. Okay. Or be Vaughn Smolik for like an hour. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go with Vaughn for yeah, an I'm hour. Yeah, I'm going to go Vaughn hour. That's a short amount of time. I can deal with that. All right, we got one more on this page. Okay. Would you rather get your hands chopped off and punched in the face every day by Tiger Woods or be Vaughn for three days? Let's go three days. <laughs> <laughs> These uh, Tiger Woods, being punched in the face. We've got things. People ask us questions about being punched in the face every day. You want to get your hands chopped off? Uh, like, even if it was if it was just hands punched in the face, I'd go with you know that. It, getting punched in the face, but the hands. I need my hands. Yeah. I need my hands. Okay. Need, next question is also from Steed. Do things. With you can these. you can follow him at Steed Palomino. Uh, Chubstep, would you rather have no penis or vagina but look like Mel Gibson or be Vaughn for three months in the winter? <laughs> Can I wear protection? Wow, that is, <laughs> that is a great question. Um, why Mel Gibson? <laughs> Mel, <laughs> Mel Gibson. Uh, um, you ain't know. got nothing going on down there. I might as well be Vaughn. I'm looking, yeah. I have no desire to look like Mel Gibson in the first place, let right. alone him with no the penis or Yeah. With a busy genitalia. Um, yeah, I'll probably go with Vaughn for three months of winter. Okay. Would you rather only eat only human meat for the rest of your life or be Vaughn for two weeks? Wow, he's making Vaughn seem like a real tough character. Yeah. I'm going to so say human I'm, meat for the rest of your life. Uh, yeah. I don't know what that tastes like. Vaughn for two weeks. That's all, two whole weeks. <laughs> Is it like spring break two weeks? Ooh. That's a good question. Where are those two weeks? Yeah, Vaughn, I mean, college age kid, he could be going down to spring break. Right. <laughs> That's a good point. There we go. All right, all right, we'll go with that. <laughs> we'll go with Vaughn. Hey, keep up the uh, tweets and thank you, Trevor, for running the Twitter. Um, and yeah, you uh, tweet us at Chubstep Podcast. All right, how about some emails, Pat? I'm just gonna say I'm not a fan of Jeff Goldblum being the cover photo. Okay, we can we can go through that. You're not a big Goldblum fan, or you just, just want saying. something else? This is this is like Jared esque here. Okay, okay, that's a valid point. I can I'll bring it up to Trevor. He'll be listening to this, so uh, he'll hear it on here. Trevor, he's calling you out. Stupid picture. Okay, so uh, ch- email the show chubstep.podcast at gmail.com. Pat, here's an email. Okay, Jason Newman. Hey Chubs, got a two parter for you lads today. First one goes to Jared. That's nice for you. Okay, we are well aware of. I think he means your affections for the talents and personalities of Brendan Fraser, Dwayne, mm-hmm. formerly The Rock Johnson, mm-hmm. and the incomparable Jeff Goldblum. Mm-hmm. Incomparable. All three have been wow. mentioned on the show already. Yeah. So let's play a game. Of these three men, who would you, <laughs> you know, F, Mary kill? Yeah, yeah. There you go. Okay. Who would I rather sleep with sexually, marry or kill? Um. Okay. I would have to, I would have to kill, okay, uh, I would have to kill, I think I'd kill Goldblum. <laughs> okay. I'm just going to start there. I think I'm going to nail, you know. you going to nail him? Nope, going to kill him with a nail gun. <laughs> okay. That's what I was going to say. Uh, <laughs> so, no, Goldblum's out. 
I'm going to marry The Rock. I think I would actually get along with The Rock the best. He could wake you up in person every day. That would get I that would, I don't want to want to get up that early though. It had it's telling me that. That's to my st- point. Stick Why get that. the rock clock if you don't want to get up and rock time? Yeah, but you can set your own time, or you can just choose. You know, if you're feeling a little, he you makes know. you feel guilty that you're not up at his time. <laughs> no, we're just on different times. We understand our differences. You know, we're not a perfect couple, but uh, <laughs> no. Anyway, I choose the rock to marry, and then. Uh, Brendan Fraser, uh, you know, sleep with him. The woman I love is living with a little monkey that looks like me. <laughs> and I, just, I, I'm, I had to choose between the three. I'm going to give him an honest answer. And uh, obviously, ideally, in any of those ways, I would, I would choose not to do any of the three to any of those people. But had I had to choose, I'm going to answer it correctly, Pat, because that's good pod. Second question for yeah. me. Okay, what's your question? Every man has his price. What would it take for you to root for the Chicago Chubbs? Take care of yourselves and each other, Jason Newman. Hmm. What would it take? You know what? I hate it so much. It's hard to give an answer. What would it take in your? What's your ideal world, Pat? What's what the Chicago Chubs? The best franchise in baseball. Well, let's just say Taylor Swift disappears. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. She's not on the radio anymore. She's not dead. She just disappears. She's not on the radio anymore. Okay. She disappears from my life. From society. Yeah. That would be becomes part, a nomad. That would be part A. Okay, fair enough. Part B next week. Part B next week. Teaser. Yes. Teaser. Okay. <laughs> nice. Nice bet. Okay. Um, this is from. It's uh, subject is Pat's a hipster. Okay. Okay. Let's see. This is from uh, Eric Nava at a breakfast restaurant that doesn't serve cereal or oatmeal. Where does pancakes land in your list of priorities of dishes to get? It could be the main or the side. P.S. I was drunk when I typed this because of all the pain you caused me. P.P.S. No, I wasn't. I'm all about me, baby. P.P.S. I don't eat pancakes. <laughs> so that's low on your priorities then. Yeah. Uh, I don't like pancakes. Bad experiences. Ba- what kind of bad experience do you have with a pancake? Like made on like a flat grill. What What does that mean? Like a like a griddle? Yes. That's mo- a lot of things at restaurants are cooked on a griddle. I don't like it. Pet like almost everything in it. Like sweet, I don't like pancakes <laughs> on a griddle. Uh, okay, what, what? How do you like them? You don't like them at all. I don't like them at all. What, what was just the carbs. bad experience? They just didn't taste good. No, you have to put so much stuff on yeah, it to you have any have to... flavor at all. Yeah, no, it, it is a. <laughs> as far as health goes, it's probably the worst thing you could start off the day with. Let's start off with something that is loaded. It's all bread. It's all carbs, and then you're gonna throw you know sugar on top of it sugar. to make it taste good. Syrup, you know, it's all over. it. Whipped butter. cream, yeah, some butter, some. Well, you would like the butter probably. If you okay, so butter. then you take a bite and you got all that goodness on top, but yeah. then you still taste the plainness. Yeah, it's just so plain. Taste some, yeah, that's a good point, Pat. Um, I actually like, no way, pancakes, but they are almost never something I order at a restaurant. No, there's so many other options. Yeah, there's always so many other crazy options. It almost. I don't even know the last time I ordered pancakes at a restaurant. So it's it's very low on the priorities for me. I can't even tell you the last time I ate pancakes. That's wow. how much I don't like them. What about a McGriddle from uh, no. Mickey D's? No. no. With the little syrup. Little pancakes on there. Yeah. No. Okay. Fair enough. Okay. Thanks, Nuff. Uh Next email. Has anyone figured out why Brendan Fraser smelled the fish? Uh, that's from Nava. Sent from my iPod. So Some people like that. The intro? No. Like, you ever go fishing? The smell of a fish? Yeah. I don't know anybody that likes that smell. Really? I'm sure there is, though. 
but I'm not a fan of people who go fishing. Yeah, that probably makes. I go fishing sometimes, but I don't. I don't love that smell at all. It's probably my least favorite part. You don't pick it up and smell it. No, <laughs> can't say I ever have. To answer your question, of um, that line is actually from the Nut Job, uh, the animated movie, the Nut Job where Brendan Fraser plays Grayson, a super like a hero esque uh, squirrel. And he says that, and I don't know why he's, so I guess I don't really answer your question from why he smelled the fish, but it was from that movie. So you'd have to watch the nut job to figure out why. And if you want to know, uh, episode, you can search the nut job on Chubstep's uh, website and then it'll pop up with whatever episode we reviewed it on. You can check it out if you want to check it out. How about a Brandon Fraser movie review? Oh, timing. About 20 years ago, back in the last century, I went to actor school, actually. That's back when I was allowed to work with animals. When these experiences are always brought into everyone's home. Why do I smell a fish? Well, these are the uh, yum yum sweats. Ah, uh-huh. she's toying with me. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I look like a big old steak with legs. Yeah, yes. Tying it all together, Pat. Tying it all together, that's what the Chub Step does. So this is, I finally broke down and I did it, Pat. I watched it. What do you think this is? I don't have a clue. You don't have a clue. You actually have heard of this movie, though. The Mummy, The Tomb of the Dragon Emperor. The third one. The third one? Yeah. I didn't even know there was a third one. See, that's not a good sign. Not a good sign for this. 2008. So there's More a big recent gap. than the website update. Yes, yes. There was a big gap between the first and second one came out pretty simultaneously. This one came out, you know, a couple years later. So this was directed by Rob Cohen. He directed Triple X and the Ninety Nine. You ever seen that movie with Vin Diesel? I know what movie it is. Yeah, Triple X, not State of the Union, but he was an executive producer on State of the Union, the second Triple X. Then he was also a, the director of Fast and the Furious, the first one. Wow. So uh, fairly. Big director. Uh, this is starring Brendan Fraser. Jet Lee is the emperor. Ooh. Uh, Maria Bello. See, okay, this is where I'm going to go into this a little bit. Maria Bello, Maria Bello is replacing his wife, uh, Evie or Evelyn, whatever, uh, O'Connell. She replaces her in the series. I don't so, like when they do that. No, I hate when they, they do that. They did that in Batman. They did that in a lot of things, Pat. Yes, they did. So they did in a lot of things. They used to be played by Rachel Weiss. Uh, she played in the first two. Uh, she was fantastic. She was one of my favorite parts of the mummy, along with Brendan Fraser. Do you have a woman crush on her? Uh, there might have been a woman crush. There also was. She was also is a very good actress. I thought she f- f- played the she played the part very well. Anyway, she gets replaced by Maria Bello. Maria Bello is known from a history of violence, Secret Window. I didn't really recognize her too much, but uh, she's been in some other things. The way, the way they introduce this, and this was brought up to me before I even watched the movie by Adam at work, and this is what stopped him from watching the movie, is it the way her character gets introduced in this is she's reading a book at, like, a book reading. And it's, like, shows, like, behind her, and you can't see her face. It's behind her is, like, two big, like, movie po- like book posters that say, like, The Mummy and The Mummy Returns, and it's, like, she's reading, like, scenes from this from this book, right? And all these, all these women, like, listening to her, her read it. And somebody says... Oh, was that was that woman and all the other stories really you? And her line is, honestly, I can say she's a completely different person as she looks up 
and you see her face and it's not the same person playing his wife. It's not right. I thought that was like the cheesiest, the stupidest, cheesiest way you could just bam. Yeah. They just say, honestly, I could say it's a completely different person because it's somebody completely different playing his wife in the third mummy. Uh, not a, this was, this was my biggest, I, I hated this part. The, the, the fact that, okay, I'm, I'll just move on to the next thing. The reason I, this is, I read online that the reason Rachel Weiss did not want to play the role is that she had just had a son, didn't want to be away from him. And also, uh, she didn't love the script. Anyway, who else is in the movie? John Hanna, who plays, uh, who plays Brendan Fraser's wife's brother in the movie, uh, is still in it. And then Luke Ford plays Alex. And Luke Ford's not from many other movies. But he plays Alex, who is uh, Brendan Fraser's son. And here's a, a big issue I had with the movie. The kid goes from, like, you know, I, I don't know how old he was in the first one. Maybe, like, 11 or 12. And then all of a sudden he's, like, you know, he looks like he's, like, older than me. He's too old. And I, I looked it up. And the actual a- actor difference in age between the two like Brendan Fraser and Maria Bello and the kid who's now playing their son is 13 years. They would have been actually 13, <laughs> 13 and 14 years old when they had the kid. So they made the kid, the actor too old. <gasps> Here's the other thing in the second mummy in the mummy returns, he has a British accent. Okay. You don't just do that. And then, and then in the third movie, he's got an American accent. Yeah. It's wrong. <laughs> and just like, okay. Uh, yeah, he was like, like a, he was like an honorary kid, but he was like really proper and all this. Like, Anyway, so they just make him, he has an American accent. Uh, the other, only other big name guy in it was uh, Liam Cunningham, who plays uh, Sir Davos on Game of Thrones. And he plays Mad Dog Maguire, who's a pilot, who's very similar to the pilot in the first one, the old guy, uh, the first mummy. So here's what it's about. I, I the, the actual storyline was not bad for me. And it was actually interesting how they did this. So in China, do you know they discovered those terracotta soldiers, Pat? There's like a whole army of, not army, but I mean, it's, it's, there's like all these soldiers that are made of basically clay that they uncovered in China probably a hundred years ago or whatever. It's crazy though. Like I've seen pictures of it and my friend, I've got a friend who's been there and seen it and it's literally like just army. It's, it is like a thousand something soldiers of, and each one is different looking and they're all standing in line and like they just got discovered them under the earth, you know, at some point doing some archeological dig. So this plays on that and it's some sort of thing that there was a curse you know a couple thousand years ago and the curse turned this mad emperor who's played by jet lee and all of his men into these clay soldiers and so now uh brendan fraser's son who i don't know somehow he got out of college and just started going on digs uh finds the the tomb you know was the first one to discover this terracotta army which is a real thing but then he unleashes them and then they turn, you know, they become re- real life instead of terracotta. You know, the terracotta, but they can move, basically. And that's the whole thing. So they're trying to stop this army from taking over the world, this clay army. Um, so the, the storyline is not horrible because it kind of plays on an actual historical, it's kind of historical fiction type of thing. Uh, here's, here's my comments on it. Uh, this, as a standalone movie, which I have to rate it, I, it's... I want to tie it into the first and second mummy. If I tie this movie into a first and second mummy, this is like a Sean Astin for me. It's not, it's like if I doesn't go, no, it doesn't go. If I compare this to the first and second mummy, which I loved, this is a bad movie. But if I just let it stand on its own and just say, I'm just going to watch this movie. How do I compare it? 
just as a movie. The Mummy Three. The Mummy Three. It's a Pauly Shore. Like it's a middle tier Brendan Fraser movie. It's 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 really is a watch. It's a very watchable movie. It's not horrible. You know, it's 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 very okay. And the CGI is that they do, they overdo it. They overdo the you know the effects a little bit. Like there's way too much of like uh, Jet Li being half terracotta, half human, and all this stuff. But it actually is pretty. It's it's not bad. It's not bad. So there's just a lot of I don't know. It, it just I was just missing a lot. There was just some, they just repeated some things, and it was just like I don't know. I, I on a standalone movie, Pauly Shore overall, it, compared to the other movies, it's a compared to it's way worse than the other two the other two mummy movies. So that's my those are my thoughts. I'm completely shocked. Yeah. But it's really not a horrible movie. People probably give it a worse rap because it's a third. You know, it's because it's. Tied you think to the Rotten other Tomatoes gave it? Not good. Did you look it up? No. Look it up. Why not? Yeah. All right, we go the on. Mummy, Tomb of the Dragon Emperor. Over or under forty percent? Under. Under saying, forty. My guess is twenty-eight percent. And I've not looked it up. What's the title? The Mummy. The Mummy, Tomb of the Dragon Emperor. This is a good pod. Listen to the <laughs> Pat type right here. I'm not even typing, man. Okay. Oh. Well, Critical reception. Take your shirt off. <laughs> what's, what's the answer? You, know, you, you have a beer. Um, Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> what is it? 13%. 13%. Okay. That's low. That is low. That's like extremely But like low. I said, I think a lot of you're going to be comparing this to the other ones, which is valid because it is the, you know. The, they won an award. Yeah. At the BMI Film Awards. Oh, that's good. For best music. Oh, okay. Yeah, it didn't really stick out to me. And in but. case you're wondering, the BMI Film Award stands for Broadcast Music Inc. Oh, thank you. I did was curious about that. Don't thank me. Thank the, the volunteers of Wikipedia. <laughs> yeah, I thank you, Wikipedia. All right, how about some Tanzania news? Yay! The infection causes immediate respiratory failure, and scientists claim that these patients are now transmitting You know what Fugazi is? Fugazi, it's a fake. Yeah, Fugazi, Fugazi, it's a wazi, it's a wazi, it's a fairy dust. What are you, from Tanzania? Yes, I am. Uh, new Boda Boda loan initiative to empower youth. Boda? Boda Boda. So I had to look at what Boda Boda was. Boda Boda is a, um, is a service in like the, a lot of African countries where you hire a taxi. Like your taxi driver will just be a guy on a motorcycle. It's an Uber with a motorcycle. Yes, but without the app. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> this is a third world country here. Yes, yes. So... Um, so this is one uh, quotes that they said. So many Boda Boda operators are simply hired as casual laborers, riding motorcycles that do not belong to them, which means that despite their diligence, they all end up being poor because the money they generate end up being their employers in their employer in their employers pockets. So, uh, these guys basically like, you know, loan, like they just borrow or, you know, rent a motorcycle and they end up keeping like no money because, you know, they're paying off. They're paying out things. So what they're doing here is that they're going to start giving out soft loans. So loans with pretty low interest rates and that soft, you know, soft loans. Yeah. Pretty soft body loans. And they're going to give these to these drivers so that they can buy their own motorcycle. So they actually own it. 
and then the only way they can keep a lot more of the profits. So instead of these people kind of... Is this helping the economy? Um, you know, yeah, and it's generally... So I guess that's a good question. Would it overall help the economy? I think so, because I think then you're getting people that are super poor that wouldn't have extra... Some wham, some walking around money. They wouldn't have any extra of that. Wham. Um, because, you know, now these guys have a little more money that they can actually spend. But then the people that usually rent the bikes to people are making less money. Uh... So I guess it kind of evens out, but you don't, you don't want the you don't want people to be super poor where they can't afford anything. Do you feel like it's a doable service? Yeah, I think so. Would they, you they, hop they on kept, that bike? Oh no! Well, you know what? It's crazy because when I was in India, everybody rides around on the mopeds, and they're the scariest thing in the world. I think if you were there, I don't know. I would I avoid it if I could, but if I had to take it, sometimes they can just get through the crappy traffic. Like that's a big difference. Like you know, Illinois, they don't really let people just drive through traffic. California, you're allowed to just go between the cars when they're stopped. That's dangerous. And they do that all the time, in like India, and I'm sure they do it in in Africa, where they, like, because traffic is just so. It's unorganized. like the bike lane is every lane. Yeah. Yes, exactly. It's so unorganized that the a lot of times these motorcycles can just slip through stuff and make it a lot easier. But it is risky. Uh, I don't. I wouldn't personally do it. But uh, hey, yeah. So what else you got, Pat? Chicago Open Air Festival. Okay. Have you heard about it? No, I've not. Toyota Park. That's pretty close. It's pretty close to where we are here. Yeah. It's on Harlem Ave. Okay. Good music lineup if you're into the whole rock scene. If you're not, well. Well, we can get the rock clock if you're in the rock scene, yeah. too. But anyways, I want to talk about the experience. Our boys at Half Acre Beer Company Ooh. are going to be out there because there's a big craft beer expo. That is good to know. When is that? This is July 15th, 16th, and 17th. Okay, cool. Three-day passes on StubHub, it's like 200 bucks. Okay, cool. They got food, man. And just type uh, ChubStep in the promo code. If nothing pops up, <laughs> then just have to deal with that with, Chub, with, uh, with uh, StubHub themselves, not with us at all. Please don't yeah. email us about that. Um, okay, well, that's a cool thing. So they've what, what people are performing there? The lineup? Yeah. The lineup is, well, I wouldn't go Sunday. On, Sunday is, I've been referring it to as everybody like kill each other today. Okay. Because it's like Slipknot, Five Finger Death Punch, mm-hmm. Bullet for My Valentine, mm-hmm. Marilyn Manson. <laughs> yeah, it's good stuff. Sundays, uh, Sundays are crazy. You, you want a seat if you want to go to that. Got it. Uh, Chicago band, Disturbed playing on Saturday mm-hmm. with Corn, Breaking mm. Benjamin, and Alter Bridge. Okay. Bunch of other smaller bands. Friday is Ramstein. Don't know. From Germany. Only U.S. show. Wow. Yes. Chevelle, big fan of Chevelle. Okay. Ministry. Mm-hmm, I've heard of Ministry. Yes. Another local band. Um, some people think they invented what's like industrial rock. Okay. Do you believe that? I don't listen to them. Okay. I'm not in the <laughs> industrial thing. Okay. But have you heard of this band called Baby Metal? No. These are like teenage, like I'm talking 15 maybe. Yeah. Teenage girls from Japan. And their stuff, <laughs> their stuff is heavy. Oh, really? It's like pretty crazy. It's like when you listen to it, like in the beginning, you're like, "This is no way." And then you start hearing the vocals, and you're like, "Okay." Oh, okay. So you can tell it's yeah. Smaller. I mean, it's in Japanese. Yeah. Oh, interesting. <laughs> interesting. But is it pretty heavy metal? Yes. Yeah, it is. It's very heavy. And they're good at guitar, and they're good at all the instruments. Yes. Wow. So yeah, open air. It's a, it's a good thing to have something like that, like that, like. 
You would have never expected it. No, that's it's cool. I mean, like it gets you talking about it. The other bands don't have this like kind of you know signature thing that they can stand behind. But that's cool to have. You know, good for them. Yes, I think you can appreciate that. So yes, I plan on going to that. Oh, cool. And then uh, maybe our boy Eric from Half Acre will be there. He should. He should. Eric, I know you're listening. Hook it up. Hook it up. Okay. Oh, my bad. They're 18. Oh, okay. That's okay. Well, yeah. that's probably better. So, uh, what else you got, Pat? That open air was the big one. <laughs> okay. Do you have a smaller one? Or if not, I got something else. No. Okay. Um, did I ever... Okay, here's what I like. Talked about holding the doors a long time ago. People, mm-hmm. uh, you know, a lot of people caught on to my whole... I don't like when I'm holding the door open for someone and then they still stick their hand out. Yes. As in, like, I can't support the door on myself or I'm just going to... Or I'm just going to let it go even though you're walking in front of it right now. There's something, what I do, you know, like I said, I still hold the door open quite a bit for people is that you got to scout it out because I I know there's a few chumps that uh, will get stuck when there's a bunch of, when there's a big group of people coming and you get stuck holding the door. That's when you like hold the door when you're halfway in though. When you're halfway in. You're like halfway in and you just keep it open. Yes, I agree. But I, but that's what I'm saying. But some guys that are some chumps. We'll get out there and do the full door hold for like a big group of people, you're and you stuck can't. For then like you can't minute. ever. Exactly, yeah. you're stuck. Either you're either you're stuck, or you're going to be some douche that like. How are you going to decide who you're going right. to just release it in front of? And then that gets people doing the sticking the arm out while you're holding it because they don't know. You know, they're like, "When's this guy going to drop it?" It's a big group. How do you pick? Who would you pick, Pat? I wouldn't. I'd have to wait. That's you have to do the whole time. That's yeah. why I don't do it. You, it, it is. It's it's hard to just like, you know, sometimes the lines get so long and you're like, maybe you got some people you're with and they're going they're like, come on, Pat, come on. No more holding doors. Be like, I'm not going to be a douche, man. Yeah. I'm, I'm doing my time. You're, you're yelling that across the, <laughs> across the parking lot. Not going to be a douche, man. <laughs> <laughs> doing my time. Doing my time. Yeah. Well, yeah, I guess that, uh, I guess that works, Pat. So, uh, Talk about one more thing here. Basically, uh, did I ever tell you about how when I used to go to, uh, what was it called? Lazy Boy Furniture. Did I ever tell you about that story? Like the chairs? Yeah, like the chairs. No, you didn't tell me. So we used to go, we used to have DECA. DECA was a high school organization. Don't know what it ever stood for. Some sort of marketing group. We joined it. All my friends joined it just so that we could have a club to join. You know, so we could more for the rest, some resume packers, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had enough of a vote. We have a majority vote in DECA that we voted each other into higher positions of power. Still never did any of the competitions. There was competitions involved that never did the competitions, never did any of that, but we would vote each other into high powers. Never knew what DECA stood for, like I said. Um, but after DECA for a couple of weeks, we would go to Lazy Boy after. Why Lazy Boy? No reason, other than it was kind of on the way back. And what we would do is we would walk around with our hands behind our back, like very proper, you know, like our hand holding our hands behind our back, just ourselves, and walk around and just look at the different things and then walk out. And after like two times, they started saying, you have to buy things. And so we go in there and we bought a uh, Big Money Banks, who emails the show. He bought a big leaf. He bought like a big fake plastic leaf. He ended up attaching it to his car where it stayed for quite some time and the outside of his car. And then we end up meeting a guy named Cortez Ford. 
Cortez. Cortez Ford. Uh, and he befriended us at this uh, at this establishment, this Lazy Boy establishment. Anyway, uh, we end up going there enough times that they said, you need to leave and never come back here. Wow. And we would never do anything. We literally would not even like sit on things. We'd literally just walk to like a circle, a little lap, like nothing, causing no harm. And they said, you can never come back here. And, Loitering. Uh, and they said, and then we end up said, we're looking for Cortez. Uh, later, we end up getting a call from Cortez where, uh, based on his message, it sounded like he had gotten fired. Oh. <laughs> from, uh, from that establishment. Come on, man. So I've had a little bit That's of why a... why you don't name drop. Yeah. You don't name drop without permission, man. That's a good point. So we did name drop, and and it did not work out well. Oh. Sorry, Cortez. Well. Sorry, Cortez. I just always I want to make a public apology. I never <laughs> got to do that, and I just wanted to say that to him now. I sincerely apologize. And uh, and forever may the Lazy Boy Corporation be ashamed. They should be. They should be ashamed, because we would not do anything, and we were paying customers. A plastic leaf. That's right. Yeah, and that was not something. Cheap. Yeah, it's something. Yeah, more Still than that. How much, how much money have you spent on Lazy Boy, Pat? Zero. And they didn't kick you out, did they? I've never been there. Never been there. <laughs> exactly. Never been kicked out. No. Yeah. Okay, well, that's uh, that's all we got for the show today. You like that? You okay. like that? Okay, yeah. So uh, email the show, at gmail.com. Tell a friend. Share the podcast with a friend. Check us out on creativecipher.org. Um, and then write us an iTunes review. We appreciate all those things. Tweet. And tweet us at Chubstep Podcast. All right, thanks for listening. Bye. The show is ended. Now you know you got to go. Peace. This is Yasin.